And I just love to pray and hear people, pray for people. Tonight, I want to bring a message that means a great deal to me. And I hope it will to you. Well, the first time I read it, I didn't understand it. And the more I study it, the more I get out of it. In 2 Kings, if you'll find that, please. In 2 Kings, chapter 6. we got an old Schofield Bible, page 427. But I want to read in verse 1. And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was filling a beam, the axe head fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alas, Master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Therefore said he, Take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and took it. Father, would you bless the reading and studying of thy word to our hearts and souls tonight. So many lessons taught in this simple story. And it's a true story. I ask you, Lord, teach us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. As I was reading this, I know that there's several lessons taught here. There's a lesson of divine care. John Newton wrote this. Not one concern of ours is small if we belong to him. To teach us this, the Lord of all once made the iron to swim. Some may say that to make an axe head swim what is that to me? But if you go on and study this act, this act teaches us God takes care of vital and is vitally interested in everything we do and everything in our lives. Uh, it's bad enough to lose an axe head, but it's worse to lose one that's barred. And who cares? God does. God loves His own and cares for them and everything that happens to them. Have you ever lost something you couldn't find it? I was looking for something the other day and I, I looked and looked and I wore myself out looking all around the house for it and I said, you know, you haven't even stopped to pray and ask God to find it for you. And I've done it so many times. I've looked and looked and couldn't find it, and I stopped and prayed, Lord, help me find it. In just a few minutes, I found it. And I know that God does answer prayer in the little things in our life. There is a spiritual lesson here also, though. Now, it's of a Christian's effectiveness. We stand in danger of losing spiritual effectiveness. Notice now, the man did not lose the whole axe and handle. But he lost the effective part, the head, 
Notice when it was lost at a time of growth and expansion, right in the middle of service. Now, you know what it teaches us? We can get so busy serving the Lord sometime that we forget the power of God. And now I want to show you something. If we turn over to Luke with me, chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. This is a very provincial. Uh, for me, a portion of Scripture, verse 38. And it came to pass as they went, and he entered in a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him in her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was covered about much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, doest thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Now, the first time I ever read that, I said, you know, Martha had a pretty good argument, amen? She's doing all the work. And Mary's sitting down at Jesus' feet. But listen to what Jesus told her. Verse 41. Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. That good part was that she was serving the Lord and listening to the Lord. Now, uh, take that, please, and when we come to a spiritual lesson, notice he did not lose the axe handle. Going back to our story now, to Second Kings chapter 6, he could still swing away, but empty. He did not lose his knowledge of how to cut trees down or how to serve. He simply lost the power to serve. Knowledge without power is useless. Now, I know a lot of men in my past, I know a lot of people that study the Bible from one end to the other, and uh, I was, it, it made me think of my son. Uh, yesterday he was over the house, and we was talking about guns and things, and he said, my next door neighbor's got a bunch of guns, and he said, boy, they're expensive. I mean, these are expensive guns. He said, I got them locked up. And my son said, they ain't no good then. What good are they? He said, they're expensive. What do you mean they ain't any good? He said, you ever shot one of them? No, I got them locked up. Then they ain't no good. Amen? And it's just that simple. You can know all of the Word of God. You can read it from one end to the other. You can study it from one end to the other. But unless you have the power of God on you to use the Word of God, what good is it? Absolutely nothing. That's what this story is about. Now, notice something. Knowledge without power is useless. Here, he recovered of his loss. He, how did he do it? He confessed his loss, number one. Now, that's where you begin. You want the power of God back on your life? Uh, go to First John with me just a second. I want to read beginning in verse 6. In First John uh, chapter 1, in verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin. You know what light is there in that verse 7? That's the Word of God. The light of the Word of God. God's always talking about the Word of God shines light on our problems, on our life, 
And so, notice what it says. If we walk in the light, in the Word of God, we have fellowship with, the, with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, then notice that word is not sin, it's sins. The sin question is settled here. He's talking to Christians. He is faithful and just forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. You know how to get back to power with God if you lost that fellowship, if you lost the power of God on your life? You confess what's wrong. You confess what's between you and God. And we confess our sin. He said he is faithful, not you. He is faithful to forgive your sins. Now, notice then, he confessed his loss, number one. He returned to the place where he lost it. Now, you know what the Bible teaches? When we backslide, God is right where we left him. God ain't left. He's always the same. We're the ones who change, and we must return unto him right where we left him. Confess the sin that separated us. And then number three, there's a lesson of unity here. The iron axe head needs a wood handle. That's unity. When they are separated, they're useless. Nothing must be allowed to come between us and our Lord then. I need that fellowship. I need that unity with the Lord. When we are left alone, we sink and are useless. There's always a downward pull of sin in our flesh. How can we swim, meditate on God's Word, cleanse our sin by using God's Word? Then there's a lesson of salvation of a sinner here. The axe head represents a sinner. He lost what was not his own. Did you know that we belong to God? We're not our own. The axe head's nature was to sink. A sinner left alone to himself without the Lord Jesus Christ sinks deep into sin. Notice where it was lost. In the river Jordan. Do you know what the word Jordan means? It means a river of death. It stands for death. The sinner before God stands dead. And Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. The axe head cannot swim of its own self, neither can a sinner save himself. Notice again, a sinner must have outside help. They had to have the help of the man of God. And Isaiah 11 and verse 1 said, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. God cut down the branch, cast it in the pit of death, it disappears for a moment, then it's resurrected. Notice again, too, God seeks us out. God comes to us. We don't seek out God. He seeks us out. That axe head didn't come seeking out the axe handle. Notice, please, the axe handle went where the axe head was, not the other way around. Jesus comes to us where we are. The results are we're recovered. We're raised. The axe did not float. A dead corpse can't float. The iron swam 
That's in contrary to nature. The new birth is contrary to nature. I'm saved by God's grace, not by my own works. The handling acts, unity meant life can go on. Energy can be spent. Progress can continue. Restoration is made. And when we're saved, we're restored to our original owner. Now we belong to God. How can you be raised? Tell the Lord. God's man represents the Lord here in this story. Tell the Lord your problem. Ask the servant of God, how do you do it? That's the reason God uses saved people to win unsaved people to the Lord. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to get it done. Amen? I know that I didn't know how to get saved until a man told me how to be saved. And that whole story has so much more in it than just the axe and the handle. It has to do, and, and I, I wish you'd read something. I, I read this the other night, and I saw it. Did you know what the servants of God said? They were all, by the way, these young people here he's talking about, if you study all about this situation here, they was in a Bible college. And they were going to, uh, under Elijah. And they come to the place, and they said, you're too straight for us. Now I've heard preachers preach on uh, that he was preaching too hard. Uh, to them, and they got tired of hard preaching. They want to go build them another place of their own. No, it wasn't it. He wouldn't have went with them. Amen. So we know that's not the case. What he was talking about there is there was too many in this place. Uh, let's start another one. And so they went to start another place to serve the Lord. And he said, "I'll go with you." And what we need to do is understand something. You can't get nothing done for the Lord if the Lord ain't with you. And that's the whole story. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you tonight as best we know how. But we love your word. And Lord, it stands by us when nothing else will. And we get encouragement and blessings from your precious word. Help us, dear God, to stay in it all the time and read it. Bless us, we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you.